Hi, it's Paul Antonelli here. Welcome to another episode of the Ideal Business Podcast, uh, where we provide tips and trip tick tips and tricks and uh, processes of how to create or transform your business into your ideal business. Um, currently, um, this podcast I'm currently recording from a place called Coward Springs, which is on the Udendata track in outback South Australia. As I'm still traveling around, uh, traveling around Australia. Okay, so today I'm talking about uh, a concept called levels of awareness, uh, and you might want to sort of work out where does this fit into my business? What does it all mean? It's really, uh, it really relates to marketing, and to, and I'm going to go through and explain a little bit uh, how this works, and if you can. Uh, if you can implement this in your process, it'll make a massive difference to your ad spend and the sort of clients that you attract to your business. Okay, so um, when we look at uh, advertising or promoting for generating clients for our business, you know, we can go really wide, you know, so we might run ads and just go wide and we may have a belief that, you know, everyone's a potential client depending on what it is that you're, um, that you're selling or what service you're providing. Um, I believe it's way better to be very, very targeted and to determine what an ideal client looks like because if you want to generate, if you want to create an ideal business, one of the most important things to do is to identify, attract, and engage ideal clients, which naturally makes sense. So how does levels of awareness fit into this? Okay, when you look at, uh, and I'll explain the varying levels of awareness. So I might use an example of, for example, um, you know, we do franchise sales in one of my businesses, ResiCert. And I might use that as an example to explain to you the different stages or levels of awareness that a potential client may have. Okay, so uh, the the lowest level of awareness is unaware. And it moves from unaware to problem aware to solution aware to product aware brand aware, and then most aware. So if you can imagine this as a spectrum from the left-hand side to the right-hand side, uh, it's got those very varying levels of awareness. So how does that apply? Let's look at the example of uh, when we promote for franchisees and uh, how what someone would look like at those different st- stages of or levels of awareness. So let's say we run an ad, uh, which we do. We run ads on social media, various platforms. Um, if someone is totally is unaware, so that person, for example, isn't aware that they have a problem in their life. So you know, all of our businesses, whether it's a service-based business or a product-based business, is about resolving or solving a problem, and that's an important thing to understand. And if if you're trying to, if you think about, um, you know, promoting a product or a service to someone who's unaware that they have that problem, it's not going to be very effective. So an example for us would be that we promote our franchised offering to unaware people. 
Uh, and because we use Facebook to do lead generation, uh, we do have clients that come in and they they may have been made aware of a problem because we flag some issues. So an example, typically a lot of people that look at inquiring about our business opportunity are people that want a break, don't get to spend enough time with their kids, are time poor, working long hours, just want to have more control. Now, some people just, if they're unaware, they've got no idea they've got a problem. They just accept it, what it is, and they just, they're not looking for anything. They're not particularly clear about any changes because they, they're unaware there is a problem. And this, this is probably, a, this is the largest group. So when you, when you market any product or service, this is a largest group, people that are unaware. As you move along to problem aware, these are pre- people that are aware they have a problem. So in the, in the example of, the, uh, in a, of our franchise offering, it's people that would go, yeah, I'm not really happy. Their, their, their current state would be, I'm not happy with my job at the moment. Uh, I don't get to spend enough time with my kids, my family. Uh, I'm working very long hours. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I need a change. Something needs to change. So they would be what we'd classify as problem aware. The next step across is solution aware. So what does that look like? Solution aware is where someone is has a has an understanding of what uh, they have a problem, but what the solution is. And the solution for someone looking at uh, buying a franchise would be: I need to get into my own business. But they might not be specific about what they might be thinking. I could start my own business. I could buy a franchise. I could buy an existing business. So from the problem of needing more independence and having more flexibility, the solution is start my own business. So that would be a person who's solution aware. Now, when you move into product aware, this is someone who's very much more specific. So they've looked at it. And in relation to buying a franchise, they go, the best solution for me is to buy a franchise as opposed to buying an existing business or starting on my own. So they've moved to that point where they're thinking, I need to buy a franchise. That's something that I think is a good fit for me. It reduces my risk. So they would be what you'd call product aware. Then if you move further down across to the right-hand side, you'd have people that are brand aware. And that relates to, they may then be, like for us, for example, when we're promoting for a franchisee, we do building inspections. That would be a person who goes, I've looked at what I want to do and I want to buy a specific, uh, I want to get into the, a building inspection business. Um, so I'm looking to buy a building inspection franchise. So they are what you would consider as brand aware and they are most aware, if that makes sense. So what does, it, what does this mean for you when you're you know, out in the marketplace and promoting for clients? So when you look at the left-hand side as in unaware, it's a very, very large group, so you can reach a lot of people, but they need more education. They're, they're not people that you can sort of present information about your offering or how you're different because they're really unaware and even problem aware people are in a, a similar sort of case you know there's there's less people as you move from this left hand side of the spectrum to the right hand side of the spectrum there's less people in each of these groups uh, the people on the left hand side 
need more education, more information, and they need to be taken on a little bit of a journey so that they can be better educated. The people on the left hand, the right hand side of this spectrum, the most aware or brand aware, they're actually um, need less education. They've sort of committed. They know they've got a problem. They know what the solution is. They know what they need to get into, and they're now just making a decision as to which option is better for them. And so there's less of them, but they need less education. They need less information. They more want to know about how their uh, your offering of your product or service will satisfy what they what their problem is and resolve their problem. So if that makes sense, then it it sort of and the way you the, the practical application of this is that you end up um, deciding that what what we'd recommend is decide on which one of these people or these groups, what level of awareness do you want to target? That's an important decision to make. And then you construct your communications, your promotions, everything relating to leads that you generate relevant to that level of awareness that they have, which is an important consideration. So what that means in a practical sense with when we promote franchises, for example, is we have an inquiry, we get an initial inquiry, which is the first form, and then we ask them to complete a second form, which gives us, uh, it's about 10 questions, and with those 10 questions, we're able to determine what their level of awareness is and where they sit. And based on that information, we're able to customise the communications to them, which means that if we believe they're sort of at the most aware end, we're Providing information about our franchise, the pros and cons, the pros for it, what you know, how it's different, you know, what it means to them, because they're at that, you know, they they would have thought about money, costs, investing, and they just need to be able to understand why ours is a better choice for them than any other offering out there. Uh, if someone is at the unaware end or indicates that they're just looking, uh, more problem aware. Then we introduce a different communication, which we talk about um, why the solution of going into your business is different and what franchising means. So our communication is different. Uh, and so you can uh, and, and you should, in fact, communicate differently to depending on the level of awareness. So, for example, uh, if you decide that, look, the best sort of clients for you and your business are those that are problem aware, based on past clients, then you would create a, a way of engaging, attracting, engaging, promoting to those type of clients. If, if you uh, have, if you sort of promote to people that would be on the right-hand side, which are people that are maybe brand aware, and you don't target them through your channels, then you're just wasting advertising dollars because you're going to sort of put your message in front of a whole group of people that really aren't in any position to understand what it is that your product or service can do for them because they may be unaware of a problem or not even aware of the solution. So it's a it's an important distinction. And when I sort of came across this concept, I went, wow, this is really powerful because it means that we can be very targeted and we can determine who we believe our best clients are and then customise our communications and engagement approach with those people that inquire to be relevant to them. 
And, and that's one of the tricks of effective marketing is communicating relevancy. So where is someone, where is someone's mindset at and, you know, how can you effectively, you know, communicate to them because then you're more likely to get them engaged and interested in what you have on offer. So levels of awareness are a really powerful concept. Uh, it sort of creates a foundation for creating a uh, what we call the ideal avatar, which is your ideal client. It's sort of one of the start points when you're building a, a typical uh, ideal avatar for a client. Um, we'll talk about that later in another podcast. And so it gives you the power to be able to um, yeah, be a lot more targeted, a lot more uh, refined about how you promote and the messaging that you use. So that's all about levels of awareness. Uh, it's, it's something that if you're not currently aware of this or doing this within your business, I'd really encourage you to do this and to start thinking about, you know, look at your current promotion and lead generation and what are you doing? You know, are you going wide? Uh, are you targeting people that are problem aware, solution aware, brand aware, product aware? You know, who are the people that you're targeting? And, you know, are you going too wide with your net, which means you're effectively potentially wasting advertising dollars? So, yeah, encourage you to have a bit of a look at that and look at how you can refine your promotion activity by looking closely at the level of awareness of clients that you want to target. Thanks for listening. Uh, hopefully this made sense. It's a, it's a powerful concept, a very simple concept, but a very, very powerful concept that can make a lot of difference to uh, both your results and the outcomes and the sort of clients. And if you're looking at you know, building an ideal business, of course it would be preferable that you're attracting, engaging, serving ideal clients. And to do that, you have to get a little bit clearer about what an ideal client looks like. Thanks for listening. Uh, Catch up to you in the next podcast. Ciao for now.